Hey guys, it's Elise. Um, I hope all of you are well and entertaining yourselves as well as doing good by maintaining everything you need to maintain while we're home. We are in the home stretch. We have just a little while to go before we are done and out of here. But um, that's not really the topic today. The topic is on how we lose things. Um, we're, we're getting into, into things that we lose and that are missing and how we feel and what we do to cope with that loss and so on. And the different methods that um, we indulge in, even with the use of social media and different forms of technology today. So that's pretty much what we're talking about. Um, we have a lot to discuss as far as different avenues of um, this coping with things that we lose um, with the use of technology and things that we might lose meaning um, physical things and emotional or mental things maybe it could be a relationship that we've lost with a person a family member a significant other or it could be your average everyday things a, a pair of shoes or anything that is kind of sentimental to you uh, that holds value in your life. So that's what we're going to be dabbling in today. What we're going to be talking about. I am solo. And I think I can do this pretty solo. I think I'm pretty I'm pretty cool with that. But um, I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Even if it's none of you and it's only Mr. Kriegel. Hey. So um, thank you and enjoy. The main question that I have today is the inspiration for this topic of this podcast, which is essentially, how do we cope with loss in today's society when social media and different forms of technology play such a large part? And I ask this question because we have so many different ways that we can utilize online and social media to cope with the feeling of being or having a loss or even finding something that we have lost that isn't necessarily a feeling and why we use this form than any other form that we used way before we didn't have access to what we do now. And the short writing of When Things Go Missing by Katherine Scholes, she kind of attributed change with losing things in a sense that when things change and we have no control over them or if things change and we do we often lose things because we're so focused on the new and with that being said can you think of a time where you ever went through a significant change a move a breakup or Something where you weren't doing the thing that you do normally and you're kind of scatterbrained and you're losing things, misplacing things and putting them in places that you can't remember. Well, you might be going through a change. And how do we focus on going through these changes? Do we do it alone? 
or do we utilize the use of social media? Do we utilize the use of technology because we can't necessarily remember? Maybe you've taken a picture of a place where you left something and that you knew you were going to forget it, but you know, you used a a tool. Is this how we cope? Is it one of the ways that we utilize technology and not necessarily social media, but yeah, technology and going back to the way that we were and how normal things were when we found whatever we lost. I mean, and and oftentimes we lose loved ones, objects, many things, and we kind of pose the question, is it due to a change in pattern, essentially, is what was going on and when things go missing. It was a change in pattern that led to these anomalies of losing things. And how did she cope with the loss of things through changes? Did she reorganize herself or did she go back to the way that things were? And it's kind of hard to do when, if you're in a situation where you might lose someone, a family member, to to death. And you can't necessarily change your life to go back to the way it was before that person was gone. So in a sense, that's where the coping with the social media, coping with electronics, coping with anything other than what we can do physically with another person or just even self-coping even even being alone in and thinking and taking some time to be away from people to understand what's going on and to essentially grow from whatever um and that's that's what comes that's what takes a part in that furthering our exploration into the topic of social media have you ever heard of an overshare It's like a person who puts everything that they do, every aspect of their life on social media, on any platform. You have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. There's so many new social media platforms that I don't even know about, but people like to share their lives with other people, some that they don't even know, but that is essentially an overshare. And how this kind of correlates with coping with loss is that many people put their losses on social media. Many people put their, you know, breakups, and I can account to this definitely many, many, many times where girls have broken up with their boyfriends and it is the end of the world, literally they'll they'll be crying and they'll be posting quotes and old pictures and just literally anything to kind of let everyone know that they are not with that person anymore and it's kind of it's kind of it's exhausting to see honestly because i mean who who wants to see that that's it's not it's not what you want to see and those girls and boys get clowned 
every time they post something like that on social media. But what do we do when that happens? Why do we do that? Because we're coping and we're trying to utilize and find different ways other than dealing with the problems ourselves or talking to somebody or, you know, doing doing something more traditional. We're utilizing that social media and that electronic device to get support to, again, cope with the loss of whatever someone's losing. And as I talk about this, there's this pretty cool video um, on Buzz, BuzzFeed's As Is channel. So like, I don't know, it's not necessarily like BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, but it's like, you know. So um, these people <laughs> were stalking their exes. It is, the video is called People Facebook Stalk Their Exes. Um, and it's on the same website, um, kind of listing off the 10 types of overshares on social media. Um, necessarily know how it relates to that specifically overshares but it does relate to the topic that I'm on and it does relate in the sense that these people are like stalking their exes which means they're like using social media again they're using electronics again to cope with the loss of something that they had before it's all coming together right so with that being said, the overshare that came as close as, you know, it would to my topic would be the sympathy seeker. And it reads, do you make a post that you're not feeling too well or sick every time you cough or blow your nose? Cue comments from people asking if you're okay. Seriously, Facebook ECT is not the place to do this. So either private message or call someone. Otherwise, it's just plain seeking attention. And I don't know if it's necessarily seeking attention all the time, but people do this because, well, I mean, how else are they going to get people to recognize that they're going through something, that they've lost something? Another one that they had on the list that kind of related to the topic was the Dear Diary. And that one was, do you make a post every time something interesting or more likely less than interesting happens in your life? It can come across as somewhat personally invasive, seeing it on a Facebook timeline, hearing the fascinating details of your life when you could have easily mentioned it in passing a coffee ketchup or no, that bus driver who smiled at you was nice. Next time, get an actual diary, put the stuff in it, and get away from the interwebs, please. These are like, seriously, what, what moved me. <laughs> because other people recognize that people do this daily, all day, every day. And we do this because we're finding ways to have someone to reach out to us when we're going through things. Um, and when we've lost things which kind of leads me back to my question again and i don't want to sound like a robot repeating things over and over and over when it literally is what i'm doing but but is technology the key coping mechanism in today's age i mean that, that's an obvious yes um we see it all the time it's it's prominent it's there for 
everybody to look at. It's there for everybody to use. But how does it connect? And how does it disconnect? How does it disconnect us from reality, from the outside world? We're so caught up in this box of social media, of the electronics that we have access to so easily that the electronics anybody has access to so easily, even in really crazy situations. How do these people, these oversharers, referring back to the examples, how do these people connect or disconnect from reality by using social media to cope with the loss of things? Physical, not physical, emotional, um, everything under the sun. How do people cope with it? Ask what other ways do we have or can we use to cope with loss and with knowing what we have to do in order you know to cope with loss and i i listened to the podcast um and it's not necessarily a podcast but he was reading his um, essay that he wrote about how to let go and learning to deal with loss is by Mark Manson. He has his own little website. Um, he's an author, a thinker, and a life enthusiast. And this is what Mark said coping with loss was. Coping with loss always involves the same dynamics. In every case, whether it's a loss of friendship, a career, a limb, whatever, we are forced to reckon with the fact that we will never experience something or someone again. We are forced to feel an internal emptiness and to accept our pain. We are forced to confront that horrible, horrible word, never. Never hurts because never means it can't be changed. We like to think that things can be changed. It makes us feel better. Now, in it, he brought up that word change again. And earlier, as I said, change was kind of that indicator why um, we were losing things. Mark also brought up the word never and how it kind of indicated that it was over and that it would never go back to the way it was before. But that doesn't necessarily mean that coping isn't possible with the things that we have to utilize. Um, later on in the, the reading, he talked about how we could use ways outside of what we do normally to cope. And instantly I thought social media, instantly I thought electronics, anything we could get our hands on to try and have our way out of the feeling of loss and it's kind of prompting the question if we even have self-connection meaning the connection within ourselves to be confident enough to do this alone and i know not all the time we want to be alone when experiencing things like this but we have to think that, you know, even if we had that person there, we still 
could have a little bit of that urge, that temptation to pick up our phones and easily find something online for us to help us cope with a problem. I don't know if you guys have ever heard or seen the ads or the commercials for BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a online service for people to talk to licensed therapists, I think, in order to help with their problems, you know, mental. Um, you might not be having a good day and they're there. They're just they're They're there to help accommodate you and help make sure that you are at your best and that you're not feeling so low in a point. And they're just, they're, they're there to help you cope with whatever you're going through. And although I know that different forms, different methods of that type of help can be expensive, um, it's online. It's how we use it. It's how we do things nowadays. Everything is online. Everything is like not in person. I mean, of course, we we go back into we get off topic and go into the the COVID nineteen problem, the issues right now where we cannot necessarily be within you know feet of people. But it was even before that, and people they ran online. Whether it was for better help, whether it was on social media, whether it was just to get a hold of that one person, it's always, we're always running to our phones, to our laptops, on our keyboards and sharing information that many people didn't know, many people sometimes probably didn't need to know. That's our gateway to coping and solving our own problems. And maybe that's just the way that it's going to be. Maybe that's the way that we're most comfortable doing it nowadays. Maybe that's the new fab. It's kind of hip now. And we take part in it every single day. Returning to our question that we've repeated the entire podcast. And I'm pretty sure you know what I'm about to ask. How do we cope? In a world indulged in social media and electronics. We see everyone else do it. So we feel like we're obligated to share where everyone else does. We feel like we can share where everyone else does because it's normal. With everything we see online, social media and technology, with all the different apps we use, all the different types of social media platforms that we're on with all the videos and advice and quoras and and reddits and different things that we get on just to kind of connect with other people is always going to be able to help us find comfort in whatever we're going through doesn't matter what we're going through but in a sense of loss we know that we have a place to go if we don't have anyone else if there isn't anything in person, if there isn't anything physical that we can do in order to kind of tame that that feeling of, wow, I don't have this anymore, or I can't find this, or I'm lost without this, we have that, and we're going to use it. That's just the way it is. And why do we choose this? 
Is there any other way? Will there ever be any other way? And if there is, how is it going to differ from what we already have now? I'd like to thank you guys for listening. Um, Honestly, kind of just went off the grain here. Um, My brain just came up with some things to say. And I said them. So if you paid attention and followed me the entire time, good. Um, (laughs) You're a trooper. But how do you cope? And what do you do to cope? And if I mentioned anything that you did in this podcast that you cope for with losing things um, in, in society that we live in today, how are you going to change that? Or do you want to change that? So, guys, I hope you enjoy the rest of your coronavirus break um stay healthy and thank you guys for listening bye